0: stuff to talk about today um what is tuesday the 24th of january we have work from home is it over what is going on there we're going to talk about the potential for a wealth tax what might that look like where might it be rolled out is it even constitutional we will talk about national rent control yes something we talked about last year as Probably coming to the market, at least a discussion point, is national rent control. Uh, We will talk about something that two-thirds, two-thirds of Americans expect, which blew my mind, and I want to say right here, right now, Crash Bros, I apologize. You are actually giving the community what they want, even though I fight against it. But you know what? Maybe you are doing the right thing, so we'll talk about the two-thirds of Americans in a minute. We will talk about the housing market update and is my call of a bottom making sense, or could we go lower? And then finally, I threw in a sixth bullet point. Normally, we only cover five. The average credit card balances by generations. It's important to know where we are so we can hopefully improve a little bit. So let's jump into it. Work from home. Work from home has been uh, popular the last couple of years. You have started to hear bosses such as Disney, Snap, uh, Citigroup, and the list goes on and on. Demand employees come back sometimes three days a week, sometimes four days a week, but the bosses have been saying, get your butt back in the office. Employees have been saying, ha, 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 not coming. I suspect it's already happened. After the first round of layoffs, I suspect, you guys tell me, the office is full. It didn't take the bosses threatening, begging. It took one round of layoffs and suddenly everybody is showing back at the office. I uh, obviously live in the Silicon Valley and I can tell you, the uh, commuter traffic has not been like this in quite a while. So folks, let me know, uh, Have you noticed an uptick in office attendance? Are people still demanding to work from home? Just curious. It seems like all it took was around the layoffs. Everybody's coming back. This might be this might be an investment thesis. What is one of the markets that's been wrecked? Office. If what I'm saying is true or if what I'm saying happens in the near future, suddenly people need office space again, right? So I don't know, it's very interesting what is going on out there. Please let me know, leave comments below, what's going on with your office? Are people still working from home? Or is the office suddenly full, which is what I expect? Let's talk about a wealth tax. I don't know if you know this, but in the United States as it's currently configured, we are only allowed to have an income tax, right? That's what the IRS does. We do not currently, at least as I understand the constitution, allow for a wealth tax. Basically say, hey, you're worth a billion dollars, I'm gonna hit you up for one or one and a half percent of that yearly. Now that doesn't stop California in the king, yes, King Newsom, from uh, proposing something unconstitutional. Looks like uh, King Newsom is looking at adopting a wealth tax in California. Now, I'm going to give you some numbers and I'm going to tell you what Gavin is saying. And I'm going to ask you, what do you think? First, the top 1%, 1% in California pays greater than 50% of total state income tax. Yes, 1% pays greater than 50% of the state's uh, collection of um, taxes. Gavin Newsom says that's not fair. That's not fair. The 1% should pay more. Really? All right, buddy. You are going to continue to drive people out of the state more importantly you are going to drive the 1% out of the state and then Gavin your budget is wrecked but don't worry folks Gavin King Newsom has a has a sneaky surprise he is going to tax former California residents good luck getting that constitutionally approved you move to Texas you move to Florida Good old Ka- Ga- Gavin Newsom's gonna come hit you up for a tax bill because you were here. I don't understand. This populist movement makes no sense. It will be a detriment to the California budget. And oh, by the way, just so you know, Gavin is already planning to come for you and me. This wealth tax starts at a billion dollars, but by 2026, 2026, it is all the way down to 50 million if it's down to 50 million which is a 20 X cut and California suddenly has a massive hole in their budget who is to tell you that's not going to go down to 5 million 1 million 500,000 Gavin Newsom stop spending money stop spending money this wealth tax will actually crush middle class Because you and I both know the king won't stop spending. So once the rich leave, the 1%, he is going to come for the middle class. The middle class is going to get wrecked. The middle class in California is being hollowed out by bad leadership and bad policy. Not to be outdone. The talking heads are now talking about national rent control. When did so many topics come out that are unconstitutional? Right? If you know our system, or at least as I understand it, the federal government can't institute state-level things. Right, That's why state decisions this, that, that's why they're different. But lo and behold, the talking heads want, or at least contemplating, national rent control. Now, it was about 18 months ago I proposed that this might be coming. And we had a discussion about price controls right? Remember that? It's been a while, I understand. Basically, price controls are when some outside organization comes in and says, hey, you're capped at number X. That number X, unfortunately, drives away innovation. It drives away reinvestment. And ultimately, what you are left with very, very quickly is poor quality, low supply, and the people you are trying to help crushed. National rent control would be a disaster policy beyond any disaster policy. Simply look at what the government has tried to do with affordable housing in different areas. It feels good for a moment, and then it wrecks going forward. If we adopted national rent control, we would see the supply of rental homes evaporate. Now, it would never go to zero, but it would be reduced greatly. This is again, one of the reasons I am so thankful that we have a split government, right? Democrats here, Republicans there. I don't see something like this getting approved, but the fact that it is in the media is unfortunate. So there's my thoughts on that. Two thirds of Americans. So there's an article that I plan to review today with Dion and Matt the Lumberjack. We call ourselves the Three Amigos and we've called ourselves that for almost two years. In this article, you will see uh, some very interesting expectations by the average American. Earlier I said I want to apologize to the Crash Bros and I mean it. What do I mean by that? Well, apparently two-thirds or 66% of Americans believe a housing crash in prices is imminent. Imminent. So while I was flabbergasted, frustrated, that the crash bros were growing and spreading consistent bad information, I now stand back and say, you know what? I'm the idiot. I'm the moron. The crash bros are actually feeding the larger pool. 66% of the people want to crash and think it's imminent. Imminent. That's not how housing works. So again, thank you for being here because you are part of the 34% that are at least intellectually honest and will look at the data. You will appreciate that housing is slower than all of these crash bros are expecting. But again, that's why I acknowledge they're growing so much. There's more people that think a housing crash is imminent. And again, I will share the article with the three amigos later today so you will see exactly what I'm talking about. On top of that, another stat in the very same article, which again, blows my mind. Apparently, it is estimated that 30 million Americans plan to buy a home this year. 30 million Americans. To my knowledge, just from memory, the best year on record, existing plus new home sales was almost $8 million. So $30 million is what? Almost 4X? Let's not forget, we just had December numbers where the annualized was $4 million. So what is that? 7.5X? The average American's not very smart. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. How can the, I don't know. Some of these numbers in housing just make no sense to me. And again, I look forward to sharing that article with the three amigos and all of you later today. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, Average credit debt, something I thought I would share with you. I actually read this article first, uh, but uh, I'm gonna talk about it last. So apparently Generation X, which is the generation I find myself in, has the highest credit card, average credit card balance at just over $7,000. So as I read these off, folks, I would love to hear from you. Just simply say more or less. I am going to read Gen X, Baby Boomer, Millennials, and Gen Z. You will know which age group you are in or generation. I wanna know from you right here, right now, are you above or below These credit card balances. These are monthly credit card balances. So let's go to Gen Z first, the youngest generation, the least time to uh, generate credit card debt. If you are in Gen Z, do you have more or less than $2,876 in credit card debt? If you are a millennial, do you have more or less than $5,928? Of rolling monthly credit card debt. Uh, Gen X, which I've already read, I will read again, $7,004. And then finally for the baby boomers that are watching, is your rolling credit card debt monthly $6,785? Folks, let me know in the comments below more or less, just like to hear it. And oh, by the way, the average credit card debt or credit card interest rate today is 20%. So Let me just hit you with this. If you want a 20% return on your money, pay off your credit card debt. Pay off your credit card debt. 20%. Man, that is not good. So uh, back to work from home. Uh, TikTok is threatening to terminate employees who don't live near their uh, uh, assigned office. Next up, I want to talk about Salesforce and Meta. I wonder which organization will have round two of layoffs. As I've shared with you many times, round one of layoffs is never enough. I have been here. I have made those hard decisions. It's a token effort. But as we are seeing on Wall Street, CEOs are very quickly going to learn that cutting heads improves their stock price. Look at Wayfair. Wayfair laid off 10%. Their stock jumped yesterday 26.8%. Do you not think there are some CEOs with depressed stock prices that are worried about their job? You know what those CEOs are going to do? They're going to call HR and say, whack 10%, whack 12%, whack 14%. Because they want to get their stock price up so they don't afraid for their jobs. This is just where we are today. Lastly, folks, let's congratulate some people. One rental at a time, people are doing the work, looking for great deals. You all have buy boxes. You don't believe the nonsense about 66% of folks think a housing crash is imminent. I don't get it. Zachary, congratulations for your first deal. Howard, congratulations for your next deal. And Max, Congratulations for your next deal. Folks, if you don't know what these are, these are cards that I give out to people that close the transactions. Either your first, you get a golden ticket, or your subsequent, you get one of these bad boys. I'm trying to send a thousand of these out and a hundred of these. If I've helped you close a deal, get me your address, my website, Instagram, DM me, whatever you would like. Have a great day. A lot of fun. All right, boys, take care. Have fun. Bye.